everyone, and welcome back to My Brother's an Idiot. We are a collection of dumbasses, morons, and goons talking about sports and whatever the hell else we want, and we're pretty stupid. So thanks for joining us. My name's Matt. I'm the king of the goon squad. Let's introduce you to the rest of the gang. I'm going to kick it over to MJ first. MJ, the voice of God, or dipshit, how are you? I'm in a seasonal depression called the post-Maple Leafs Game 7. Uh, oh, for their last four in Game 7s, is that right? Oh, for the last 17 years in Game 7, <laughs> thank you. I saw somewhere where uh, Carrie Price is the King Regent of Toronto. <laughs> I think I saw I, that on Wikipedia. I, I did see that on Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. He's the Emperor of Toronto. He's the Emperor of Toronto. <laughs> on that note, that is Mark that you hear. Hello, Mark, my brother the idiot. How are you? Oh, shit, I forgot. you got to summon me. Oh, sorry. Uh, goon? And I am here. Hey, everybody. And a special shout out to uh, Ryan Zordani, who is the uh, most popular and most famous lacrosse player of all time, apparently. We talked to him at a bar tonight. So, Ryan Zordani, this one's for you, buddy. Awesome. We have a celebrity call out. Well done. Even if we did have a premature summonation. Well done. And last but certainly not least, the Emperor Goon, Milty. What's going on, sir? Hey, we're going to have some fun tonight. Da -da 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 -da. Let's get this thing going. That's so good. <laughs> I just want to know, am I the, one of the goons or the dumbasses, the way you introduced us all? Yeah, well, yeah, you're the Where Emperor do I fit Goon. In? You're the Emperor Goon. Okay. Chieftain. Yeah, the, the Goon Patriarch. Yeah. The, the, like the, Professor Goon. You're the Goon Emeritus. All of the above. <laughs> so there. And probably more. There you go. We are going to bring you a uh, shortened show this evening as we're recording a little bit early. Uh, three quarters of this Goon Squad are going to be in Vegas this weekend. So to prepare for that, we're recording early during the Nuggets game, which does not amuse me, but it's fine because they're up by 20 points. We're good. All right. Uh, Mark, you guys are going to Vegas. What are you guys going to get done? Uh, gambling, food, there'll be some drinking probably. Uh, there's going to be gambling. We're going to go check out the new Meow Wolf project that's down there at uh, Area 15 called Omega Mert. We're going to go Omega Mert. We're going to go to Gordon Ramsay's uh, pub and grill. We're going to go uh, check out uh, probably a couple more restaurants because it's all about the food. And people watching and gambling when we're in Vegas. So let's bring home some money so that I can do this full time and not have to do a, another restaurant day in my life. There you go. Go get that big one, right? <laughs> That's you gotta, right. You can't, can't win if you don't play. Milt, what are you looking forward to the most? Uh, what else could I say in addition to that? You know, slots, craps, blackjack, food, drink. And you know what? I'm understanding there's no masks in the casino, only in the frickin' airport. Once you get out of the airplane, you're good to go. There you go. Well, I'm actually gonna get have to, fun. Actually get to see people smile. That's a, the nice thing about this pandemic tying up. I'd like to see several. <laughs> MJ, what is the one thing that you're looking forward to the most for your trip? I'm gonna go on that roller coaster so many times. <laughs> <laughs> They're staying at the New York, New York. <laughs> All of, everyone who has that stupid My Vegas app, has a like rewards you can use the coins for for two for one roller coaster rides. I'm gonna make everybody 
use them. I'm going to go on that roller coaster six times. I'm so excited. <laughs> That's awesome. You're going to have a blast. I am jealous that I'm not going to be attending, but Vegas will be there another time. So I'll make another trip. It's fine. Let's move on. The Avalanche opened up their series against the Las Vegas Knights with a resounding 7-1 win um, that got a little goonish, if I do say so myself, at the end of the game. And we'll talk a little bit more about that here in a little bit. But, uh, Mark, we'll start with you. What were your uh, big takeaways from the game? (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have to tell the story. (laughs) So behind bruh. (laughs) For those of you at home who don't know, I don't drink. Uh, But I told you that story to tell you this one. The, the, the idiots who are here in my family have discovered the greatest thing about hanging out with the sober Mark who doesn't judge until you're hammered uh, <laughs> is the fact that you get twice as many drinks when you order for two people and then you only have one person drinking the drinks. And Matt discovered that at the game and uh, had himself about six tall boy IPAs after a couple bourbons. And man, he was feeling all right. And we got into the car and... We were uh, watching a car almost back into another car, and Matt, out of a dead slumber, just rolls down his window and just stares into the dark of space and, bruh. (laughs) (laughs) We ended up having to lock his window out. (laughs) There there is a theory, and I can confirm this to be true, that beers consumed in a sporting event just hit different. And they hit me pretty flippin' different. <laughs> fun was had. Yeah, motherfucker, you drank like what two Sazeracs at the restaurant, yeah. and then a tulip of a high vault or high out ABV beer. Yeah. Then you had six seven percent IPAs. <laughs> That's lunch. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you, it hits different. Fun was had all the way around. Hell yeah. Uh, MJ, let's talk a little bit about uh, what kind of happened there at the end of the game. Um, there was some chippiness and some, again, goonery going on. What did you see? Yeah, well, uh, it kind of started, I think, in the second. Uh, Ryan Graves, uh, one of the Avalanche's defensemen, took out Matias Yanmark, a defenseman for the Vegas Knight or Golden Knights. Um, it was a, I mean, it was a clean hit. I don't think he needed to do it. And it did take out Yanmark for at least the foreseeable future. He's not going to be in the game tomorrow, it sounds like. Um, but then, you know, the code gets in the way. And Gravy had to answer the bell. So... Ryan Reeves attacked him and kind of beat the shit out of him and then proceeded to kneel on his head and, as they said at his hearing for his suspension, rip out a chunk of his hair. Ow. (laughs) Gravy was okay. He got up and he played um, a little bit later in the game, but and Ryan Reeves got suspended for two games for that, but, boy, it was getting real chippy near the end there. There was some general gooniness going on. I think Vegas, I mean, when you're winning a game 7-1, to one, Vegas realized what they were up against and realized the only way to kind of even the score was to try to <laughs> injure people, I think. So, I mean, whether that was the intent or not, that definitely is what it uh, the perceived you know notion of us as fans watching the game was. Is they were just like, you know, fuck it, let's try to turn this into last year and hurt some people so we can make this an even series. Milty, do you think that uh, the two games was appropriate? Uh, from what I've been hearing, probably not, but, um, and I didn't watch a whole lot of the game. 
seven to one tells a pretty good story. Um, but from what I'm hearing from you is that it, it got pretty violent towards the end with no answer. I mean, avalanche of scoring, the Vegas Knights are killing. So, I mean, what do you do with that? All I can say is that seven to one is a pretty telling story. And I say four games to one by the time series. You know, it seems to me that there's a, a disconnect in consistency at the Department of Player Safety. You know, they totally missed the ball on the, the Wilson deal um, and then swung Thor's fucking hammer at Kadri um, and then uh, went back to sort of missing the ball with, with, with this one. It just it was an intent injury. Like Michaela said, it ripped out a chunk of his hair. Um, it just it, it wasn't a hockey play. I, I can see where. Um, if it's a hockey play and someone gets hurt, that's one thing. Um, even if there is, you know, kind of that bang, bang situation, like what Kadri had, but just two games for that. that it seems to me that there's just something wrong. There, there's just no consistency and they need to kind of figure that out. MJ, I'm going to throw it back over to you for this. Um, there were quite a few Vegas fans at the game. Um, what did you think about the attendance of the Vegas fans and uh, how are they behaving? Um, I mean, they were being, they were obnoxious. They all wear like bright gold, glittery fucking jackets and hats with lights on them. It is Vegas. <laughs> and at the beginning of the game, they were kind of being like, "Oh fuck, fuck Colorado!" You know, Vegas rules. And then by the end of the second period, they were all they all shut the fuck up pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> I saw most of them leave by like the uh, halfway through the third. They were just like. Nah, we got to get out of here. <laughs> this isn't our scene anymore. It was pretty rough for them, but fucking hilarious for us. All right. So funny. Milty gave us a 4-1 prediction. Michaela, what do you think the series is going to end up as? Yeah, I'll say abs in five. We might get um, surprised by a sweep, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Mark, your call. I mean, it's tough. I mean, obviously to pick against the avalanche after watching that display of just masterful hockey, offensive hockey, um, with the neutral zone, the, the way that the average is controlled and dominated the neutral zone. And that, I mean, the ice was completely slanted in one direction with face-offs. Yes. Uh, Las Vegas won the face-offs, but they couldn't get any offensive prowess going throughout the entire game. And the only time they did, it was very short lived. Whereas the Avalanche just did whatever they wanted to in the zone. And that poor goalie, man, I felt so bad for him. Like he just had the juiciest rebounds I've ever seen in a hockey game uh, for the playoffs I've ever seen. So I, I really, even with reinserting Captain Flurry back into the lineup for the Golden Knights for the foreseeable future, I don't see this going past five games. Agreed. Uh, and I'm kind of on the same note there. They hung him out to dry, uh, their goalie, Lerner, 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 yeah, Panda. They hung him out to dry. I mean, he let him give up seven goals, and he's just not – they weren't playing defense in front of him, and the shots were just so good. It was an incredible display, like Mark said. So, uh, yeah, I'm going 4-1 to one as well. I think the Knights will probably you know put on a real good show and win the game three is my prediction. Um, in Vegas, and then the Avs will take it home in uh, four and five. That's be pretty unanimous. They're four to one for everybody, huh? Right, which means we're all going to be wrong. So right? there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas in seven. <laughs> now, why did you have to go say it? There's the you don't. You don't actually say it. Ooh. The Avalanche. 
Finch are not the Toronto Maple Leafs. I can say whatever I want. They'll be fine. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Oof for the Maple Leafs. See you later. You jabronis. All right. Cue the 8-bit music. It is time for Mark's dessert review. Take it away, Bunga. Mm, How are you folks doing tonight? This is the part of the show where we talk about sweets and delicious things. And this is a shout out to about, oh, what do you think, Matt? Three years ago almost when we were in Las Vegas and we snuck off and the goons, the two original goons, the goon brothers had a little night on the town and we went into the New York, New York to a place called Tom's Urban. And it was late and we really wanted sugar. And by we, I mean, I was very hungry for dessert. (laughs) I was right there with you. (laughs) (laughs) And Matt had the biggest Long Island iced tea I have ever seen in my entire life. And we had the campfire brownie plus cookie plus s'mores dessert is what they call it on the menu. And oh my fucking God, what an absolute gem that is. It is a skillet, a molten skillet full of half brownie batter and half chocolate chip cookie dough. Then they top it with toasted marshmallows, salted caramel sauce and chocolate sauce. And then they serve it with graham crackers for you to dip with. Now, I didn't taste anything for three or four days afterwards because the skillet was so hot and I was eating it so fast that I literally destroyed all of the inside of my mouth and it was completely blistered afterwards. But we did have to ask for more graham crackers twice for this dessert in order to get it done. So shout out to you, Tom's Urban. There's one here in Denver. The one in Las Vegas is in the New York, New York Hotel. And you can go there and get that campfire s'mores plus brownie, plus holy fuck, and then probably have the diabetes afterwards. So enjoy that. It was so good. I still remember it. Holy shit. I'm glad there were two of us. If one of us tried to take that thing down, we may have died. I would have lost an arm. (laughs) (laughs) It just would have fallen off for no reason, just because. Just just thump. All right. Well, let's keep it to the Vegas theme, and it's time for Milty's Degenerate Bet of the Week. What silly thing are you putting your money on this week? (laughs) And, you know, I don't always necessarily jump into what I say. I just want to throw a little bit of fun out there, but this time I'm going to do it. We're in Vegas. (laughs) What's going on this weekend? The Belmont, right? A big race coming up this Saturday. Last year, they ran the Belmont. They shortened the distance to a mile and an eighth. This year is back to a mile and a half. There's eight horses running. We're going to have a good time watching a two and a half to three minute race. So what we're going to do is we're going to put down two, maybe three bets. You know me, I'm not always going to bet on the favorite because I like the odds being longer. So I want to take a win place show. We have always love to call it the wampus a win place show on the number eight at 20 to one why because that horse comes from behind in every race he's run and then we're going to key him in a trifecta with five other horses two three four six seven eight remember that 
Okay, so Rocky World, Essential Quality, Rumbauer, Hot Rod Charlie, who I bet on the last race, Known Agenda, Overtook. That's my long shot, and that's my try. Do it. Give it a shot. There's only eight horses in the race. If you take a trifecta box, you get six of them for the price of one bet, which is 120 bucks. But we're in Vegas. There's my deal. Uh, there we go. So if I have it right, you've got a win place show on the number eight and then a uh, trifecta box, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, right? Absolutely. There so you go. just throw out the one and the five and just call it good. Yep. Yep. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Well, there you go. That's Milty's Degenerate Bed of the Week. Let's move on to basketball. Uh, the Denver Nuggets, after just a <laughs> miserable game uh, the other night, have returned home. And while we are recording this, they're playing right now. Uh, last time I checked, they were up by 20 points, so they're doing better. Um, but they played the worst <laughs> game I have heard. It's a three-point game now. Oh, it's a three-point game. All right, well, there you go. That's, that's what I get for paying attention to you and not paying attention to the game. Uh, just the worst performance I've seen from a Denver Nuggets team in the playoffs uh, that I can remember. Um, just awful. Um, they laid an egg against Utah, I think, in recent years. that um, was pretty similar, but it was gross. Um, going forth in the series, the, the Trailblazers are still uh, favored by the wise guys uh, to win the series just because Denver is still playing with a short bench. Uh, Mark, we're going to start with you here. Um, first, your prognosti prognostication for this game and then the series in general and how you think it's going to look. Motherfucker, I ain't prognosticating shit that's going on live. This ain't live bet, Jesus. That's another show at another time. I ain't Jonas Knox. I'm not going to do that shit. Prognosticate the game as it's going on. So by the time this thing airs, I'm going to be wrong. Fuck. Well, then just do the series then, you big dramatic baby. No, just kidding. I will. I'm going to take the Nuggets <laughs> Nuggets and seven on this one. Uh, I still think that uh, the, 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 the Nuggets are going to take this in seven because that's what they're going to do. Um, there won't much last much longer after this series. I think they're too tired. There's not enough points going on. Uh, they, they just don't have, they just don't have the horses right now. They're just too dinged up, but I think they get past Portland uh, in a seven game series. Very good. MJ, would you like to nibble at the prognostication for this game that's going on right now? Since Mark wouldn't put his name on it. I am not live bet. Jesus <laughs> didn't say you were. Uh, uh, no, not really. I also do not want to prognosticate. Didn't Gene Mingo prognosticate on a game one time? <laughs> Maybe. Sorry, Maybe he did. I'm old enough to remember, but I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what about the series? What do you think? Yeah, I'll say Nuggies in seven. Um, I think it'll be a rough go seeing how many injuries we have and how good Nurkic and uh, Lillard have been, but I think we can take them. Milty, what do you think? Well, I prognosticated, prognosticated a horse race. I'm not going to prognosticate a game live like Mark, but I'm I'm going seven games, man. I started off when the series began. I said Nuggets in six. Now I'm going seven. So Matt, are you are you going to guess this game and get it wrong? Yes, I'm going to put my name on it. Okay, do it. The Nuggets will win. Fair enough. Fair, Fair enough. enough. 
Remember that when we post this bad boy. Right? And if I get it, it now. If I get it wrong, then you can at us at the idiot goons on Twitter and tell me how dumb I am. Yeah. Uh, I, I also agree. I think it's going to be a seven game series. The Trailblazers and the Nuggets are fairly evenly matched. Uh, they've traded losses in each other's buildings or traded wins in each other's buildings. So we're back to a home a court advantage for Denver. All they have to do is win the games at home. We'll see what happens the rest of the series, but it's it's going to be tough and hard fought. Here's the hoping, right? So there you go. All right. Let us talk about baseball and the race to 100. <laughs> Sorry. I got a fishy. That's Michaela catching a fish on the mat. <laughs> All right, let's update the race to 100 losses. And we're going to start with there are four teams currently on pace to have 100 losses this season. And at I'm going to start at the uh, bottom of the list and move my way up. So at number four, the Pirates at 101 losses. Uh, number three, our beloved Rockies at 102. The D-backs at 105. And last but not least, fucking oof, the Orioles. <laughs> The Orioles at 111. Oh. That's a Cleveland Spiders bad, but holy shit. 111. And it's funny because uh, I think it was Sports Illustrated just came out with an article uh, that named uh, the Rockies the worst team that they've ever seen. Um, They're not even the worst team in baseball right now. So they're not not even the worst team in their division. (laughs) (laughs) When I get it, SI, you kick out a magazine every couple of weeks, but come on, let's at least look at the standings. Looking at you guys, SI. There you go. Uh, Milty, you grew up an Orioles fan. You still have a Cal Ripken baseball down in your bar. Speak Um, for them. Speak for what's going on there. Speak speak for them. I'm going to speak against them. Rocks are going to start with the Rockies. Okay. They're not the last place team in their own division. And they've played one fewer game than Arizona. So they could build on that. Um, And they're five and five out of the last 10 games. So then you switch over to the Orioles. They are the worst team in baseball. And guess what? Out of their last 10, 10 games, how many have they won? Zero. Zero. I think, and that's heading straight south. They're at a 315 right now. You say they're going to have 111 losses. It might go higher than that. I'm done. My team sucks. <laughs> if they keep putting 0 for 10s up, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> uh, MJ, you've heard the list. You've heard what Milty had to say. How do you see this playing out the rest of the season? Oh, I mean, it's it's pretty rough. I don't know. Did you guys see that uh, Pirates play? when they had two outs and they were trying to get the guy out. And instead of doing a four set at first, fucking he just, the oh. <laughs> it's the fucking, if they keep up that like fucking perfection at defense, then I see them be at least passing the Rockies. <laughs> oh, that, I mean, I've seen some dumb things in my time watching as much baseball as I have being a fan of it as I have my entire life. But that was top five, one of the biggest bonehead plays I have ever seen. Step on first, you fucking idiot. That's Wait, all I have to say. What a genius run by the batter. <laughs> yeah. 
Right? I mean, I, I, I'll He's be just a little like, better. I, okay, I guess I'm going to yeah. go home. <laughs> I, it is the dumbest play I have ever seen. I've never seen it. it it's fundamental 101. You touch the bag. You're in between him and the bag. All you have to do is walk backwards. He can't get around you. You either tag him or touch the bag, and the run doesn't count. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. So ever. stupid. So dumb. The dugout, the uh, Cubs dugout just fucking losing their mind oh afterwards, God. too. Hilarious. Guys falling out of the dugout laughing. Maybe the guy is the magician. That, that's his nickname, El Mago. Maybe he just decided he was going to cast a Jedi mind trick, and I'm going to run this way, and you're going to follow me. And the guy's like, okay. <laughs> I, it's the first thing you learn in baseball. Throw to base, throw to first base, step on the bag. That's how you get the guy out. It's T-ball. This guy's been playing his entire life. Dumbest play I've ever seen. So stupid. So dumb. El Mago, thank you for that gem. All right, let's – Bring it home to our last segment of this shortened cast. MJ, I know what's coming. I know what you're going to say, but we're going to hear it anyway. Give us your dipshit of the week. Oh, I can't wait. The fucking Maple Leafs. Played me again. Played us all. They were at the top of their division. Their team was so good. They made a couple questionable signings at the trade deadlines, but we were like, it'll be fine. They have to play fucking Montreal. Montreal sucks. No. No. Game 7 was their worst game, probably of the season. It was a fucking shit show. They got goalied by Price a couple times, I guess. Mostly they just sucked ass. Marners and Matthew were invisible the whole time. I don't... Ah! Uh, uh, uh. The only good things to come out of that is that that means that if the abs go on, they'll play one of the Canadian teams. Neither of them are very good. And then uh, maybe Mitch Marner gets traded to the abs, and then I'll be happy because I can have a Mitch Marner jersey. Otherwise, everything sucks and I hate it. Why are you on this Mitch Marner trade to the abs bin? Uh, yeah, well... I just like him, and I would like him to be on my team very much, very bad. <laughs> I don't I don't think they'll trade him. I mean, he's got an almost $11 million cap hit. Um, they would, the Leafs would have to retain a lot to get that, but I can imagine, maybe. Uh, and the uh, sound you hear is MJ's hockey fandom breaking into a million pieces. That was the voice of God. Thank you for the dipshits of the week. All right, it is time for the outro, as we like to call it here. Goon Squad, assemble. Goon. Goon. Yes, we like to call it here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, because it's written on the thing. You, you put you in charge, <laughs> butthole. All right, Milty, final thoughts. Um, Vegas, baby. I'm headed That's there. Awesome. There ain't nothing better than that. There you go. MJ. Uh, one quick story I want to throw out is that on Sunday, when the Rockies played the Penguin or the um, Pirates, Charlie Blackman came dressed to, what was it? Dressed and eager to work. And no one will explain what that means. But they're all just like, yeah, I 
not gonna say anything, but uh, he was ready to go. Don't know what that means. <laughs> but I mean, it kills me to think maybe he couldn't dress to impress them to not a hundred losses. There you go. Okay, <laughs> dress to impress. Mark, it's your time to shine, bruh, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, like we always say, we love you guys. We thank you for checking us out. Uh, always hit us up on Twitter at The Idiot Goons. And from right here in Denver, Colorado, all the way to Las Vegas, where we'll all be for the weekend, to Las Cruces, New Mexico, to Athens, to Auckland, to Austin, to Bulgaria and Bogota, Reykjavik, Berlin, Mumbai, and everyone around the world. We love you. That was a fantastic Michael Buffer. I dug it. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for checking us out. This has been My Brother the Idiot for all the Goon Squad, MJ, Mark, and Milty. My name is Matt. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time, and we'll have more funny stories about Vegas. See ya. Bro. Later. Bye.